Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all advanced stocks rose. Treasuries declined as reports showing a gain in consumer sentiment and an increase in manufacturing offset a mediocre August employment report. S&P up 5 to 24.76, a gain of two-tenths of 1%. NASDAQ at a record up 6 to 64.35, up by one-tenth of 1%. The Dow up 39, up two-tenths of 1%. The 10-year down 12.30 seconds, yield 2.16%. Gold up 7.90 the ounce to 13.26, up six-tenths of 1%. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil up two-tenths of 1% to 47.33 a barrel. Gasoline down 1.9%. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. All right, Charlie Pellet, and thank you for your help with some of the movers in today's session. Really appreciate it. This is Bloomberg Markets, and this is Bloomberg Radio. Amazon's got to think about that because they now have some brick-and-mortar stores, specifically Whole Foods, and they were pretty aggressive this week in terms of cutting prices on things like avocados and kale at its recently acquired supermarket, Whole Foods. Um, and yet, and yet, Amazon may need to do more when it comes to pricing if it wants to beat the big gorilla, the other big gorilla, Walmart. Spencer Soper is technology and e-commerce reporter at Bloomberg News with us from our Bureau in Seattle. Spencer, tell me, I mean, first of all, right, Amazon was pretty aggressive last night, uh, last night, this week in getting everybody's attention when it came to what they did with pricing uh, with Whole Foods. Yeah, well, they they picked a handful of items and cut the pr- prices uh, very sharply on those select few items, but most items in the store didn't really budge all that much. Yeah, okay. So, in other words, yep, this was great for some news stories and some headlines, but they got to do a heck of a lot more. Yeah, so we price checked, uh, we went to Bellevue, because if you're going to do a, a grocery price check, it's important to do like the same city on the same day, and check prices at a Walmart and compare them to prices at the, at the Whole Foods in, in Bellevue, just east of Seattle. And on, ba- we had about 18 items in the cart, and on balance, uh, Whole Foods was about 50, 50% more, 55-0. So it's still, quite a bit pricier than than uh, Walmart for the cost-conscious shopper. So, okay, so what is, I mean, to me, I go into a Whole Foods, it's a really lovely experience, right? The quality, the assortment, uh, the variety, it's pretty impressive, but it is expensive. Um, and even though they've, you know, moved into, uh, I think their everyday line, you know, they've really tried to, to be more, um, more competitive when it comes to some pricing. Um, that's the experience. I mean, did Amazon know what they were buying? Yeah, they knew what they were buying. Amazon, Amazon's been trying to get into grocery for a decade. Let's not forget that. So they've been trying and trying and trying to penetrate grocery without physical stores for 10 years. And they, they haven't, they don't have much to show for it. So they realize that they need a physical presence, and and Whole Foods is a uh, you know was there for the there for the taking. All right. So what can we anticipate? I mean, if this was about generating buzz this week and getting everybody to uh, take a notice of what uh, Amazon is doing, maybe what what's to come, and also maybe putting its competitors on notice, what more does Amazon need to do in the future? Yeah, I mean, you you can expect a prolonged price war between. Amazon and its biggest grocery competitor, uh, Walmart, and also, you know, throw Kroger and Albertsons into the mix. 
um, it's going to wear on for a long time. And uh, so that's the that's the biggest thing. I think the challenge for Amazon, though, is going to be if it wants to broaden its uh, appeal to the cost-conscious shopper, how does it balance that with the quality expectation of the whole food shopper, like you just mentioned? You know, if, if Amazon wants to grow its grocery market share, it's going to have to give options to cost-conscious shoppers that Whole Foods simply doesn't have now. You know, Whole Foods forces you to buy organic chicken. It forces you to buy organic kale. You know, what if you want to save the money and not have organic? That's going to be the challenge for Amazon is to figure out how to appeal to those cost-conscious shoppers who are, by and large, are bypassing Whole Foods now. You know, it's funny. I never want to count them out, Amazon, because if you think of how they've disrupted the retail space overall, it's pretty remarkable, and it's hard not to be a little bit in awe, to be quite honest with you. Uh, Spencer, having said that, yeah, like you said, uh, the Whole Foods customer is very different from the Walmart customer. This isn't criticism or anything. It's just... That's the way it is. Um, so what does that mean that Amazon needs to do? I mean, can it go after the Walmart and the Whole Foods customer at the same time? With it, grocery, it is. With groceries specifically. Yeah, and, and, and Amazon is. I mean, they're in a pilot program to sell groceries to food stamp recipients. So they already are going after that low-income shopper. They they want business and just like Walmart is going after the Whole Foods shopper by, by, you know, and has been by introducing more organic options and that sort of thing. So they're definitely both going after the same customers. Uh, the challenge for Amazon is, you know, how does it maintain that Whole Foods brand reputation while still providing options to uh, cost-conscious shoppers? That's going to be the, the big challenge, and I'm... Um, uh, th- that's that's the key thing I'm, I'm watching for. Yeah. Hey, listen, in your story, too, you, you remind us that uh, Amazon remains a small player controlling less than 2% of an $800 billion supermarket market dominated by the likes of Walmart, Kroger, and Albertsons uh, companies. Uh, it is interesting, too, you know, Amazon has just become... <laughs> such a behemoth in terms of the online space uh but now you know the supermarket space people like to go in and check out the fresh produce and walk the aisles um you know can and i think for so long spencer that people thought supermarkets were kind of immune to the online um invasion uh if you will is that changing though yeah that's going to be what amazon's going to try to do can they kind of bifurcate your grocery shopping can they get you to come in to buy the fresh things that you want to inspect first the strawberries the steaks the avocados buy those in person after you inspect them yourself and then all that center of the store stuff laundry detergent paper towels box cereal uh get you to buy that online um that's going to be the best way for them to optimize um you know a, a limited amount of store space for the things people want to inspect and then still get the efficiencies of e-commerce for the things that people don't care to inspect. The problem has been that as long as you were going in to inspect your steaks and strawberries and avocados, while you're there, you're grabbing the toilet paper and the box cereal and the mayonnaise, you know, the stuff they don't care about. So that's going to be where, where Amazon's going to try to, you know, uh, encourage and entice uh, behavior change among the shoppers. Yeah, it's kind of fascinating to just watch this whole process and what's going on uh, in the supermarket space. Hey, Spencer, thank you so much. Spencer Soper, technology and e-commerce reporter at Bloomberg News, joining us from our bat- uh, bureau excuse me, uh, in Seattle. Check out uh, all of his work. Just go to Bloomberg.com and for more stories on Amazon, because there's an interesting story, too, about Amazon putting bond traders on edge. Uh, in a once quiet corner of the markets. You want to check that one out as well at Bloomberg.com. Amazon shares, by the way, closing just down about a quarter of a percent in the Friday trade, $978.25 a share. You're listening to Bloomberg Radio.